Hello and welcome to a brand new installment of Nintendo News Report for Wednesday, August 23rd, 2017. I'm Alex Kulafi, joined today by two of our three slash four regular cast members. One Donald Terrio from Canada with a brand new job. Congratulations, yes. Donald. Thank you. And brand new job. Doesn't start for two weeks, but oh well, I'm still getting paid for the old one, so... There you go. There you go. Do, do Canadians do unemployment? I feel like I should uh, know that. We we do. It's pretty it's pretty handy. But I I'm on I'm technically still getting paid for the old job, even though I haven't worked there in about three weeks. That is beautiful. All right. Also joined by Justin Bruby from New Jersey. Yep. You got nice. it. Nice. nice. Historic New Jersey. All right. We got some stuff to talk about. Like it's it's not a big news show because we just recorded only a few days ago, but there's like I'll... one really enormous thing that happened. Yeah, well, and and a lot and a lot of little things too. But let, I suppose we should get to the big one first. Yeah, the Super Nintendo Classic pre-orders went live uh, two days ago, two nights ago. Excuse me. Once one set of pre-orders went up at one a.m. One set of pre-orders went up at 4 a.m. The other set of pre-orders went up between noon and 2 p.m. Toys R Us is doing live and in store. And I don't know if I've ever seen something so horrifically handled from Nintendo since the Nintendo Entertainment System classic pre-orders. And Amiibo. I was good. I was going to say, yeah, at that, at that point, you're probably going back to Amiibo, but I think the NES Classic was worse simply because there were no pre-orders at all for that, remember? Oh. Unless you were, except for, like, the one, like, Target put them up for, like, two hours one night, and that was it. And that was real early, maybe, like, 3 a.m. or something. Yeah. Right. Basically, what, what, what uh, Amazon and Best Buy pulled on Monday night or Tuesday morning. Which one yep. was 1 a.m.? Which one was 4 a.m.? Best Buy was 1 a.m. Okay. Best Buy. I was first, and then the Amazon US. I, I'm trying to snipe one in Amazon Canada for my brother, and yeah, <laughs> as of this recording, they, they they still haven't put them up. Although um, here, Best Buy Canada and Amazon were the three places that were advertising pre-orders. Amazon didn't do theirs. Best Buy sold out in three minutes. Whoa! And you that's mm -hmm. and and that's with not shipping to an entire because of their provincial language laws. Okay, yeah, because that's their... The Qu Quebec might not be getting the SNES Classics. Uh, if they do, it's by Amazon because Amazon don't give a damn. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. The, the craziest stories of that night was that Best Buy dropped theirs at 1 a.m., completely surprising. It lasted about 20 minutes. Amazon dropped theirs at 4 a.m., but they didn't even use the same website listing as the one that was going to be put up for pre-orders, which meant everyone got confused, and even some of the people who stayed up got screwed by the end of it. Yeah, like they they put up a they used a different listing. I think there was like a different company name even in the one that ended up going up for pre-order. So if you were one of those people who got who signed up to hey call, email me when this goes live those things come in six hours later anyway, but you were not getting anything. Right. No. Those right. things aren't it's on that page. Just if you're listening to this, never rely on that. That's never going to work. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, TRBR says, I got a GameStop pre-order, probably going to sell it in December. I, I think we all obtained our pre-orders in slightly different ways. Donald, I think you probably had the easiest story of all out of all of us. Yeah, because I working situation i had a bit of an unfair advantage in that i was off on tuesday so i i could and there's an eb five minutes from my house or from my apartment so i just walked over at about 10 to 2 place was empty so two o'clock came the the pre-order flip switch or the pre-order switch flipped and it's classic i had to put 50 bucks down which um that I, I know that's the minimum for hardware at eb but that's still a lot considering that's like half the cost of the system here yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you got a relatively easy deal. Um, your 2 p.m. is our 1 p.m., so you ended up leaving at a decently convenient time. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it was just, like I said, just walk in, get the pre-order down, pick up a salazzle, and lock out the door. You got a salazzle, too. I, I, I also did get a salazzle that I may not redeem. <laughs> Three salazzles, <laughs> one podcast. There we go. 100% Salazzle rate. Justin, yes. tell, me, tell me about how you obtained your SNES Classic. Right, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you my horror story. You're the one of us who actually collects it. Like, if I didn't get one, I'd be kind of salty, but I'd survive. Donald would survive, but he'd be bummed. I'm not sure if you would have survived if you didn't get one of these. Yeah, I would have survived. My wallet wouldn't have survived. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, and I and I do have a pre-order for the European version as well already. So like, that's like extreme backup. But anyway, yeah, one like 30 a.m. I noticed like people tweeting, "Oh, it's up on Best Buy," and I was too late for that. Uh, mm -hmm. I went to bed and realized Amazon went up in the middle of the night too. So I woke up in the morning. I'm like, I gotta keep checking frequently today because everyone else is probably going up. And then rumors started coming around that uh, I think uh, Walmart. Was gonna go up at one, and I had I was logged in on like every website that it could. I could be logged in on I think like Walmart, Target, GameStop, and uh, I was ready to place an order. And when Walmart went up, I started. I w immediately went through it, and it was sold out. Mm -hmm. And I had a similar problem with Target when that went up, and both of those fell through for me completely at that point around. 1 p.m. Eastern, maybe a little after. Mm -hmm. uh, Games, GameStop also went up around that time, and when but the whole GameStop website, whenever things like this go up, it just crashes. It can't handle the traffic. If there's ever like a rare Nintendo item like this, it falls apart. Same thing happened with Amiibo, and I'm not sure about NES Classic, but uh, yeah, they but, they it would have all been in store at that point on on the launch day. Yeah, so. GameStop also tweeted out, oh, you can come and pre-order in store. So maybe 15 minutes after that one, if I gave up at their website and went to one that's about a mile away from where I am right now, it took me five minutes to get there. And by the time I got there, they sold out of all of them. So I come home em empty-handed, and then I'm just trying all day on different websites, mostly Target, because they still had the pre-order now button. And uh, around maybe like 5.30 p.m., 6 o'clock-ish, it just went through. Like, I guess everybody like gave up, and I guess they got another round in, and I was able to get a pre-order in that way. That's it, excellent. I, yeah, but I don't think it's coming till October 11th, but, you know, I don't have to buy one from a scalper. Yeah. You're getting one for 90-ish yes. dollars. Yes. I would have preferred Best Buy because I get free shipping, but I can't really complain that I'm getting one for just a little bit more. 
That's not so bad. That's not so yeah. bad. I, I know some Canadians were trying to get in on Target as well, even even though Target doesn't exist in Canada anymore, because there was like a free shipping code for over a hundred bucks and NES or for at least that they could apply to the SNES Classic. I have a sneaking suspicion that what happened with Walmart... Walmart might be the low-key most interesting part of that entire day because the Walmart pre-orders may have been up for all of 30 seconds. I saw Wario 64. (laughs) Exactly. I saw Wario 64. I was following his feed live, and I saw him send that tweet, and and I may have been one of the first 50 people who saw that tweet. And then I went to Walmart, already sold out, already crashed. And what I think happened this time that couldn't have happened last time is that people had their retail scalping bots ready. So they would just get 20 or 30 multiple orders of that at a time. And I wonder if only the people who wanted a SNES Classic actually bought one if there would have been the same problems. Because I know I, there was a couple of pictures on a prominent internet message board of P, of someone who had, like, they had four line items of SNES classics with, like, 20, 30. I think one of them had 50. So it's like, guys, have you not heard of the concept of one per account? <laughs> I remember that. I saw that gaff post when uh, when some guy posted the Amazon thing without any words or qualifying context whatsoever, and then the whole thread flipped its shit. Yeah, the bots are a major problem. Like, if I can't click onto Walmart's website the second it goes up, and I already logged in, and then click add to cart. It was in my cart, and by the time I got to the next page, it sold out. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's messed up. It's, it's really tragic. I remember... Uh, I'll, I'll tell you my story. It's it's mostly your story, but I was more successful slightly earlier in the process than you. So I went to bed last night. I've been busy with work, so I haven't been checking my Twitter as much in the last few weeks. And I've been happy. I've actually been more satisfied with my life the less I've been on social media. But it also happened to come at a time when the SNES Classic pre-orders went up. So I totally missed the Amazon and Best Buy thing, only to lament it the second I woke up and checked Twitter the next morning. I was there at 1 p.m. when everything was happening. Uh, Wario sent out the things. I went to the Walmart. That thing sold out in 30 seconds. I went into Target, did the PayPal shipping because I thought it would go faster. But what happened with so many people at the Target was that they would like secure their pre-orders in their cart, they would go to payment, they would put in their payment, and they would th- get to the confirm order screen, but the site would just crap out. And then by the time the website actually worked again, they were all sold out. So there was no Ticketmaster type thing of securing your order for a second. It's just whichever bots got through first were the most successful. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And then GameStop happened. And I was, and I, I was, I was convinced I wasn't getting one at that point. Like I sent out a very passive aggressive tweet that's just like, "So do I just never get to own a Super NES Classic in my life now?" Because like that's the way I was feeling, that I was just never going to own one of these systems. And it was because of these bots, and it was because of these scalpers, and it was potentially because of Nintendo being improperly prepared for this kind of item. So I was just feeling real salty at the time. Mm. Yeah, I, I think there's a there's a lot of blame to be to be spread around here, but I mean earlier tonight I got in on a pre-order for the Metroid Amiibo 
that was up for about a half hour. So Nintendo probably gets at least half of the blame here. Uh, I think it's mostly Nintendo because this all started back at the NES Classic stage when they didn't have enough then. So that makes people more panicked now with the SNES Classic. now. And But the only problem is now the only people who are... Um, the only things that are going to be playing SNES Classic are robots because most of the robots are probably what got all these orders. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do want to talk about one other thing with the whole pre-order situation, and that's GameStop slash ThinkGeek having ridiculous bundles. Well, Don, well, Justin, my story is going to tie into this right. oh so flawlessly. <laughs> All right. So I saw that tweet that came up at about 1 p.m. Eastern that was GameStop saying we're going to have them in store, and they're definitely going to be available for in-store pre-order. And it seemed like the numbers were varying between 10 and 16. Mine ended up having six in store. So I was like, okay, I got a GameStop that's a 20 to 25 minute walk from my apartment. I don't trust public transit, so I'm probably going to run there. So I call the GameStop and I'm like, hey, do you have it in your system yet? They said, not yet, but it could be any minute. I don't know. So I chilled for 10 minutes and about 1.30 Eastern, I, I just committed and I made a full sprint across town to get to this GameStop. And then I'm sweating like a damn pig, and I get in the GameStop store, and I am two people too late. Oh, uh, there, oh. and I'm I'm in like this this. It's not a small Jewish community. It's like there's fifty thousand people. It's a suburb of Boston, so it's like half Jewish community, half uh, living on the outskirts because that's the only rent any of us can afford. So that that's kind of the makeup of this kind of town. But I went to the nearest GameStop, and I was two people too late. Uh, I might have actually been the first person without uh, a ticket basically to pre-order one of things these things because my store only got six so then i go okay does that mean there's no way for me to get one from you today and they're like well there is the online ordering thing but i don't know like yada 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 and then i start to walk out but i said wait a second are there any bundles and he's like yeah there are bundles you can do and then i said i'm not gonna have to compete with twitter right and he said, no, I don't think so. I think these are just in our systems. I mean, we're competing with the other GameStops in our area, so you've got to get it in first, but you're not. it's not going to be on the website. So I'm like, okay. So I wait in line behind the six people. There's a bunch of people with BO waiting in front of me, trying to get their SNES classics. You sprinted uh, there. It's probably you too. It's, I, here's the thing. All of my sweat pores are in my face. Almost none of them are in my armpits. Or like any any of the bad spots, it's one hundred percent in my face, so I sweat profusely, but I don't stink most of the time. Okay. Um. Th this is more like, this is more like unsavory. Uh, the people who, you don't, the people you didn't want to be friends with in high school, but wanted to be friends with you. Like you know the kind of people I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's those kinds of people waiting in front of me, but it could be just salty because I, I didn't get to spend $80 on a SNES Classic pre-order. So I waited in line. I waited until 2.05 p.m. The people in front of me got their $80 pre-orders, and I ended up getting, for $111, a bundle that includes the Super Nintendo Classic with 21 games, and then also a Prima Strategy Guide slash Weird Hyrule Historia thing that is a book I do not want, but I am paying for so I don't have to spend $150 on day one for this thing. So I did buy a bundle. All right. Yeah. Some of the bundles 
are pretty bad out there. And one thing that confused me about some of the GameStop bundles is if not all of them, but some of them, if you read through the text description on the website, it said exclusive Star Fox 2 lithogram. <laughs> but, it, but that is not, okay, it said GameStop exclusive, but that's not included in the bundle. And there's no information on that item anywhere else. So, so Watkins, like day one purchasers, maybe? Probably, but it was just weird. Like somebody just quickly pasted information onto the pages without explaining it. So I'm wondering if some people are going to be like, oh, the site said I should be getting the lithogram. But it's like, no, it mentioned that in the text, but it didn't say that was part of the bundle. It was really botched on that. That is very much a thing that I'm pretty sure only you think about. I know. (laughs) It is. I hope I get my lithogram. I'm just bringing it up. So our listeners know, if you like Star Fox, John Raritan, you you could possibly pick up an exclusive lithogram at GameStop on launch day. You know what's kind of sick? That is something I saw on Twitter this morning, is that the version of Star Fox 2 that we are getting is totally a different build of the game than the one that went out on emulation. Because the title screen is completely different, which is, which is exciting information. Did you guys see this? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I just thought that was neat. Um, I here's, here's some stuff from the chat. Santiago, got my pre-order and had to constantly hit the pre-order button on Best Buy, and it finally went through. Uh, Zippo asks, was anyone able to get one? Walmart and GameStop 404 uh, on me. These losers will always find a way to fuck people over. Ridley, Saria, I only got a system because my sister got an order in, and she's giving it to me. I struck out on orders myself. Uh, Remus Lupin, I don't bother with pre-orders if they don't want to make enough that I can find it in store and they don't get my cash. Uh, Twin World Game Reviews, I wasn't able to get my pre-order either. Best Buy refused to ship to my address even though it worked in the past. So it seems like there's very mixed results. And I think I saw a Twitter poll that suggested something very similar. That like 50% of the people who really, really, really wanted one at our level were able to get a hold of one. Yeah, that's still not enough. No, no, no. It should, it should be 90%. It should maybe even be 100%. But Yeah, it's like, bad. Like, I mean, the idea what what they should probably be doing, and I don't know why they haven't planned for this as of yet, unlimited pre-orders. Go as, and produce as many as you get pre-orders, and then keep producing that amount through the end of the year if that's what you, if that's what the plan is. Then after that, well, by that point, the, the initial demand will be sated, and we'll, and we'll see what goes into the retail stores. Maybe this will be on shelf for more than five minutes. See, you would think that one thing Nintendo could do, and I, I don't understand manufacturing at all, so I'm just full of shit when I say this, but I feel like one thing Nintendo could do that might be exactly what you just said, but I feel like it's slightly different, is that they do exactly what they were going to do, only a few in store, Nintendo does their bullshit Nintendo thing, but they take unlimited pre-orders up until 12 a.m. on September 29th. After that point, they keep making them until they fulfill all those pre-orders. Not everyone will get them on time. Some people might get them next February. But every per- single person who pre-orders one will get one eventually, and they can still technically only keep them on store shelves until the end of the year to satisfy whatever Nintendo needs they may have. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that's one way to go about it, but honestly, I really don't think these should be limited items. I think they should be 
on the shelf competing with those like Sega Genesis and like Atari throwback systems. The, you mean the pieces of crap that you see in uh, in a certain site director's employer? I think, yeah, I think that should be on the shelf. In fact, in, I think in Target, uh, there was a space for the NES Classic on the shelf right next to those. It was never filled, obviously, but that's where it would have gone. Um, Touching back but, uh, on the on the bundles just a little bit, actually, actually, Donald, you can go first. Mine's mine's just a little. Uh, a little I'm bit. just. I I would really at some point I need to sit down and do some research and figure out how much it would cost Nintendo to do like print on demand for some of these things, like lim- like their limited editions, the the. SNES and NES classics and all, and even some of the rare Amiibo, because this is starting to get ridiculous. Doesn't print on demand, at least when it comes to books, usually result in a slightly lesser quality? I feel like that's been the case when I've seen like the print on demand thing work for independent publishers on Amazon, although I could be mistaken. Yeah, although I mean, at this point, most of them have shifted to Kindle, so <laughs> who knows? Maybe they'll just—it's or either that, or at some point, they just need to start selling like an NES Classic pack for the Switch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only thing I wanted to touch on is to jump on the bundle thing a little bit more. The Think Geek bundles are totally effed up. There's yeah. the there's the Zelda canvas print that's a stretch to, to hell print of uh, the Breath of the Wild Link climbing the cliffs. I have that. It's really good. It's huge. Is, is it really? It's oh, huge. What is it? 250 bucks for that bundle? No, it's like 330 yes, it American, it's, isn't it? Well, I, the, the painting itself, it's not even, it's a canvas printed piece of art that they've painted over certain portions of it to make it really pop. But uh, yeah, it looks really nice, but that thing is like $250. And they're bundling it. And it's limited edition, so you could see how many they could possibly have. I forget how many there are. But still, you're bundling that with an $80 product. So the product you want is being attached to this product that's over three times the cost of what you actually want, which is insane. And it's for a game that you can't even play on the SNES class. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no... It's not... It's not. It's like three eras of Zelda removed. <laughs> Maybe five from... <laughs> From the game that's on SNES Classic. No, and there's a ton of bundles on ThinkGeek that are ridiculous. And GameStop, too. It's They just start attaching all these things with it just to move more products, which I guess they have the right to do. But even though, just because you have the right to do it doesn't mean you should be doing it. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, where is this? Okay, I, I just I'm just looking at something. Go ahead, Don. Sorry, I was just sneezing there. Although I, <laughs> I, I, I do want to see the... I, I wonder how much of a riot there's going to be if the Amazon treasure trucks start selling SNES Classics again next summer. That was one of the grossest feeling things from this year, maybe. I And it's not... I don't even think they did anything wrong, necessarily. There was just something that felt very off about Amazon selling more NES Classics. ThinkGeek did it too with some bundles, I think, recently, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyways, look on the bright side. One thing I wanted to do that's totally not tied to news, but kind of is. I think about the game list for the SNES Classic basically every few days now. And I just want to read the list to you again because it's so good. Like, you know every game that's in it, but I just want to read it again 
just because of how good it is. Contra 3 Alien Wars, Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound, Final Fantasy 3 slash Final Fantasy 6, a.k.a. The One, F-Zero, The One, Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dream Course, Link to the Past, Mega Man X, Secret of Mana, Star Fox, Star Fox 2, a game that technically doesn't exist in a commercial sense, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Hyper Fighting, Super Castlevania 4, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario RPG, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, and Yoshi's Island. How freaking good is that game's list? There, really are, there are several games in that list that I may not think the greatest game of all time is in there, but I will hear the arguments for. A game that can go fuck itself, but... Which one can go fuck itself? Super Goals and Ghosts, and that's that's not for me. That's from Dr. Matt's. <laughs> is is that is that actually a bad game or is that just hard? It's both. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad game. I mean, I haven't fully beaten it. I got to the end boss on the second pass through, but I will not resort to rewinding any game in order to beat it. Yeah, I think that's kind of a cool feature. The whole rewind, fast forward. I have like m- mixed feelings on it. Like in one sense, I feel like it could give players, like new players a skewed perspective of the true difficulty of some of these games if they really abuse it going through them. I like prefer the historic look at everything, so I was never a fan at all that cheating stuff. If what are save states, Justin? Like this doesn't feel I'm not, I don't use the save states. That's I have the same feelings toward the Yeah, and there is a bit from what they've talked about with how the rewind function actually works, it basically involves going back to a save state. So and then rewinding from there. So it's going to be a little less convenient than what you see in, say, the Disney Afternoon Collection, where it's you you can literally hold the button and go all the way back to the start of the level, if you want. Yeah, Disney Afternoon Collection is basically Forza, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've stretched this to our conclusion. Hopefully, and well, hopefully, there's more rounds of creators on this, and hopefully, the bots are all satisfied so that the legitimate customers can actually get in there and get a system if they want it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, GameStops today said there would be some in store for walk ins on launch day. Yeah, you can. Good luck. (laughs) Good luck. You might want to start camping out today. And and also at Nintendo New York, although I think the first spot in line has already been claimed there. Yeah. Oh, has it really? No, but I would not be surprised if there's somebody there by the end of the week. Some some mid range YouTuber. Yeah. Just standing there having having fangirls bring food to him. Yeah, that's 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 you No, know, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to be in a position where I could sit out, sit, I could build a Ford two and and had people who would keep me entertained and fed there while I sat out in front of a store for over a month for a yeah, to, to give a company money. Yeah, it's really not worth it. I've, I think for most people because you could just make more money working some of those days in order to pay it off and then some on yeah. a scalper. Yeah. yeah. All right. That covers our SNES Classic stuff. It's a mm-hmm. solid, solid uh, 30-something minutes, 20-something minutes, A-OK with me. The only thing I wanted to touch on before we got into our next news story is uh, a couple eShop updates. 
One, I did play the Monster Hunter XX Switch demo, and I did know how to play it because I vaguely remembered the 3DS controls from Generations, and it's basically the same controls in this game. It's totally Monster Hunter Generations, but it looks way better than the 3DS game. I'm interested in a Western version of this game. Um, but it yeah. Seems- you, but you're not going to be the one who's going to be importing that, considering it comes out, I believe, this time tomorrow in Japan. No way. I'm I'm playing Yakuza Kiwami right now. I have Horizon Zero Dawn untouched. I'm looking to buy Quake Champions. I have uh, Final Fantasy Type Zero and the Mega Man Legacy Collection 2 both untouched. I have to worry about both Knack 2 and Cuphead coming up at, next month. It's it's a very stressful time to play video games and also have no time to play video games. And I also want to crush my entire backlog before the SNES Classic comes out, which we both know ain't happening. Yeah. Are you getting Mario and Rabbids also? I don't have time in my life for Mario and Rabbids. And I also totally think the smart thing to do with that game is to wait and see how the reviews pan out. Hmm. Yeah, those are the reviews for that. I, I, we've been told will be out before launch. Unlike say um, some other games I can mention that came out this month, Agents of Mayhem, and um, the we should have and we should have that review up probably early next week. But the um, but that's going to be the thing that takes over most of my life next week is Mario and Rabbits. Yeah, are you excited? I, I'm excited and I'm I'm intrigued to see how it does, but I'm all there's also this nagging feeling in the back of my head that's like by Ubisoft. It's not a Nintendo game. There's a very good chance I'm gonna be able to get this game for twenty or thirty bucks on Black Friday or Boxing yeah. Day. Yeah. Sean McCord, you better play Uncharted the Lost Legacy. It's lit. Honestly, Uncharted Four is much like Baby Driver in the sense that it starts very strong and then does not finish nearly as strong as it starts. Uh, Uncharted 4 is an okay game with wonderful moments. I am vaguely interested in Uncharted The Lost Legacy because I love seeing what how uh, Naughty Dog can make a PlayStation 4 sing. But otherwise... Uncharted One. I'm not. I'm not really interested in a modernized Uncharted One with two secondary characters from the Uncharted series that aren't Sully and Nate's brother, who were the best non-Nathan Drake characters in that game. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's all I have to say about Uncharted. The other update is that there's totally an eShop demo for Pokémon Tournament Deluxe coming out. In North America tonight, already out in Europe and Japan. I have not played it yet. I hope it's good. Yeah, the, this is also the first um, the first demo on the Switch. You have a play limit. Mm-hmm. You have oh. fifteen fight. You have fifteen fights. After that, well, normally you're supposed to be locked out, but if you delete the demo data from your system and then go into the shop and re-download it, you can do another fifteen fights. Is it 15 fights or pl- opening up the game 15 times? It's 15 fights. Like it's, uh. it's a time. It's basically to prevent the Puyo Puyo Tetris problem, where I know several people that haven't bought Puyo Puyo Tetris because the demo gives too much. That's true. The Puyo Puyo Tetris demo does give too much. I mean, 
I, I don't know. I think for most people, after 15 fights of Pokémon Tournament, they'll realize this game is a mess. But that's my impressions of the original. I haven't played the new one. I just did not think the first one was a very good game. The original was a very solid 7.5. Maybe even a 7. <laughs> well, yeah. well, well, we'll see what happens with that because um, I... <laughs> If if the rule of how we are handling switch switch reviews of Wii U games stands, then I might be reviewing that. Okay, okay. What characters are in this one? Do you know? Uh, same lineup as the first one, plus the four extra characters from the arcade, which were no, 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 no. I mean, in this demo. Oh, uh, the demo I've seen Empoleon, but that I'm not sure if they've included the entire lineup or just a selection. I didn't get a chance to download the Japanese demo before it went live, or before we went live here. Machamp is the best character of Pokémon 1. I will not listen to anyone who says otherwise. I just wish there were more versions of Mewtwo. There's already two. Yeah, there could be two more. (sighs) (laughs) I hope hope your Mewtwo gets deleted and replaced with a Groudon when the Gen 3 update comes to Pokémon Go. (laughs) I don't have a Mewtwo yet, but that's another problem that We'll see what happens with that probably in a week or two. Just going to drop a little stealth bomb thing in here. We, we, we just mentioned that Pokemon Go is going to get Gen 3. There's not much to say on that. No. But Groudon... It, it, was in the, it was in the data mine, basically. But yeah. just, the, just the text, no sprites, from what I understand. So yeah. it's probably a little ways off. Like three months, probably. Uh, Groudon and Rayquaza might be two of the best Pokemon. That's just something I'm going to sprinkle into this conversation and then just walk away slowly. Keep walking. Keep walking. Rayquaza <laughs> is low-key one of the best legendary Pokemon designs. It's also He's also ridiculously broken, even in even nowadays. Oh, it's isn't the thing especially nowadays? Yeah, basically. It's because I'm pretty sure that uh, Mega Rayquaza is so overpowered that they had to make a new tier of competitive Pokemon fighting just to ban competitive uh, Mega Rayquaza. And I'm pretty sure the way his Mega works, he can actually use Z-moves as well. So he's even worse now. That is disgusting. Hey, the way I view competitive Pokemon is there shouldn't be these tiers. It just should be a free-for-all. Forget that banning of the legendaries and everything just have a complete free-for-all mess because that's the way the game's designed and if you want a better pokemon game we'll talk to the designers don't force it on it yeah um daniel says pikachu and polion charizard in the demo so there you go at least we got one new one sean mccord are you gonna mention final fantasy 15 being hinted for switch i'm not convinced it was actually hinted for switch i do know that it's coming to pc and mobile and, and yeah, in a chibi form that you know what, if that if that mobile version came to Switch, I'd play it. But, um, yeah, that's they they did mention um, something that rhymes with Twitch as a platform they're looking into for FF15 content. But who knows what that could be? It could be like a portable fishing game, like they did with the VR thing. I think Theater Rhythm Final Fantasy 15 would be kind of sick. Did either of you play Final Fantasy 15? No, I did. I have, and I, I actually, I played about to chapter five, but then I had to trade it in to get maximum value toward a switch. So, 
I have the complete edition from when it went on sale around E3, but I've yet to play that. Okay. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 is my favorite video game from last year. So I'm, I'm very excited about Square Enix's insistence on getting every ounce of content they can out of the game because it's kind of disgusting, but also weirdly endearing at the same time. No, they got what thirteen years of development time to go to, to or at least ten years of, of dev time to make up for. Yeah. So yeah, let's sell it. Let's sell it on PC with one hundred and seventy gigs of hard drive space. Let's sell it on mobile for twenty for whatever it ends up being when you're done with it. Absolutely, because it's a it's free to start. Okay, we got a couple more things. Uh, Donald, tell me very quickly about this Mario and Rabbit season pass. Yeah. So. As with any Ubisoft game, there's going to be a season pass for it. Now, this one's actually priced like a Nintendo one. It's only 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. As compared to Ubisoft, who tends to go for like 40 50 or the cost of the game over again. Uh, there's going to be three things that come with it. There's uh, some weapons that you get when you buy it. And this is going to sound very familiar to people who played Zelda. Uh, the second part is going to be some new single-player co-op maps that are going to come out this fall and then a new story content of some description to come early next year, probably. So Mario doesn't get a Switch shirt? Nope. But he probably, he probably gets a Switch-themed gun, although the, the guns are supposed to be more steampunk designed, so mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. Pro- probably when the game comes out. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. All right, and then the last two things. What's coming to Splatoon? Uh, Splatoon 2 picked up, uh, there was an, there's an update for that that's going to add, if it's not out already, that's going to add a new Salmon Run stage. Mm-hmm. And there's also a new, a new map that's uh, going to be going live this, this week and a new weapon that'll hit next week. Uh, we have impressions of that on the website from Don. Okay. Is it just me? That, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that the update stuff is actually live is at Gamescom, so we have our own Don Koopman on the scene to uh, play it all that for us. I say this as someone who very much loved Splatoon One, and Splatoon One was maybe my third favorite game the year it came out. I'm kind of down on Splatoon Two, and it's a really good game, but I've felt almost no compelling thing in myself play a lot of Splatoon 2 and it could just be, be because I'm busy but I your your mm-hmm. your backlog is belligerent and numerous so that that would make yeah. sense you're right but also I think there's a certain heart that Splatoon 1 had that I'm not convinced Splatoon 2 actually has I'm a complete opposite of you Alex because I was more down on the first Splatoon, and I think the second one fixed many of... I mean, there's still some problems in the design, but I think overall, the gameplay loop is much better in Splatoon 2 with the way you can kind of earn what you want on your gear better, and that has got me more hooked on working on getting rewards in order to build up a better set for different weapons that I like to use. So I've been playing a lot more Splatoon 2 than I ever did with the first one. Got it. All right. So... (laughs) So, and who who you got next weekend? Flight or Invisibility? I'm going Flight. Yeah, like, Flight's the good one. It's like creeps choose Invisibility. Yeah, the problem is, guess who got Invisibility? Marina. Oh, so you're that choosing... That means I'm going to have a lot... 
of yeah. other opponents to play with other than on my own team. So is you're choosing between the right choice and the thickness. You're choosing between so do you do you go with with the extrovert power or the introvert power? Do you go with the go with your gut or go with your other body parts? <laughs> so it's a question I, I ask my, myself far too often. I base my vote entirely on what I decide is right, not who else is voting for it. I'm I, I'm thinking I, I I might make my I might be a game time decision on that one just because I'll be able to because we can look in the app and I can see which of my friends are voting for that and I can sort of use that as a as a uh, a, a sample to see which route I'm going to go with on the the week on the first weekend of September. And speaking of thick Nintendo characters, hmm. Arms is getting a clown that is thick with four C's. They're just yeah. inflated pants. Come on. Yeah. Or not, potentially. Well, who knows what those arms are capable of? But yeah, the um, coming at some point soon, and we'll have impressions up of this on the website here, probably, if not by the time the audio of this is up, that um, there's a new character, Lola Pop, coming to arms in with the update that came down this week. That did some other fixes, but yeah, well, she is a she's a clown and she's got some unique arms and can inflate herself. It's a, it's I like the character design. <laughs> it, it feels like Nintendo is playing to every single fetish with their like modern video games. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we talked about this last week. That uh, can, can we uh, get the can we get the Nintendo fan base from Thirst Aid? <laughs> I feel like yeah. this is something we need to talk about every single week. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and she and she's also bringing a new. And there'll also be a new stage coming in. And if for some reason you have the urge to play Arms again, there is a test punch that will be on full rotation all weekend, starting from about noon on Friday. Fantastic. All right. I do believe that's our show. I There's one more thing I think we need to talk about. One more thing. It's uh, why did they did they do a new print run on Picross 3D no. for the DS with all the DLC included? No, the, <laughs> no, I have the sole backup of that. But uh, <laughs> we didn't mention the Rocket League Nintendo cars. Oh, yes. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. The first time I ever saw port begging for DLC. Because it's going because <laughs> it's going to be a Nintendo Switch exclusive, obviously. But yeah, we have a yeah. a Mario car, a Luigi car, and two Samus cars. I only saw one Samus car too. Awesome. There, yeah, there's a second color because each because there's a blue team and an orange team in Rocket League. Okay. Each team will get Mario or Luigi and one color of the Samus car. Mm, cool. And it looks like. Samus, uh, the Samus car in Rocket League is going to be the final realization of Metroid Blast Ball that no one asked for, but everyone needed. Yeah, that, I, I think the, I think I, made, I think I said something like that. Yeah, they called up Samus from Blast Ball for this game. <laughs> Maybe through the game you can unlock Blast Ball HD. No, that'll be with uh, that'll come in uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force Two. HD. Oh, the uh, the irony of this whole thing is that people are port begging for these Nintendo exclusive cars in the YouTube video advertising this, this new Rocket League content, despite the fact that I am pretty sure that the PlayStation 4 version has exclusive Twisted Metal cars, and the Xbox version might have the Warthog from Halo. 
Yeah, that, what, yeah. I yeah, there there is definitely some Microsoft exclusive cars. I don't know if Sony got anything exclusive aside from maybe the Twisted Mouse stuff, but they also got the game first and most people didn't end up paying for it on PSN. Right. <laughs> let's let's not port beg too much, gang. Um Yeah. All right. I, I think I, I would I would say something about port beggars, but I'm like three ports away from selling my PS4, so what do I know? Yeah. What would do any of us know, Donald? That's our show. All right. Thank, thank you so much for uh, listening slash watching to this installment of Nintendo News Report. Patreon.com slash NWR. Support the Patreon that supports this show. Go to NintendoWorldReport.com for all of your Nintendo needs. We'll have a Mario Rabbids review sometime in the next week and change. I imagine we will have all kinds of delicious content in addition to that. You can find Justin Ruby on Twitter at KingNintendoFan King, K-I-N-G, Nintendo F-A-N, all one word. You can find Donald Terrio on Twitter at Donald Mick, D-O-N-A-L-D M-I-C-K. Also check out his other podcast at NFR Podcast, that is Nintendo Free Radio. I am Alex tomorrow. A new episode tomorrow. There you go. Nintendo News Report-esque content for you to look forward to. I am on Twitter at C-U-L- a-F-I-A. New show next week as always. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Good night. Screw the, screw the Monarch stage in Sonic Mania. <laughs>